This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hey there. Welcome <laughs> to the Death Battle cast. <laughs> uh, it's well, us. We are the cast and crew of Death Battle. Um, and one of us is, is going a little more hardcore than usual, I think. <laughs> I should have shaved uh, my head to, to complete the bit. Are you, <laughs> are you ready for this? Because <laughs> clearly Billy is. Billy, I'm fucking ready on the show. I can't tell if he's. I, oh like, I God, can't it's... tell if he's frozen or if he's doing a bit. You never know. Oh, that's so funny. You were so stock still. <laughs> it was un I was like, wow, he's committing. He hasn't even moved. Okay, it's just yeah, no, it's just he hasn't moved. Like that's it, just Billy now. He's so stoic. I think you should re um, reset your video. Yeah, if you can't get yeah. it fixed. <laughs> um, because you're so, oh, hey! of course. <laughs> he lives. Have Liam and Chad and me and hey. um, you know, Hi. the usuals. I think the by this point, right? The huge. All right. So, uh, welcome to the Death, oh, Death Metal Cast. Thanks for joining us live on Tuesday at 3 p.m. Members, it's great to have you here. See you guys in the chat. This is going to be great. We have um, a very different, I think, maybe kind of community death battle to get to today. Uh, but if you have not seen it yet, yeah. you should go check out Magneto versus Detsuo. Uh, yes. New death battle is out. It is fantastic i love what liam and his team did on this it's it's really good uh first time dj has written yep. an episode i believe mm -hmm. um research for the show last year and now and the first time i dj'd an episode and, and ended with some feels we don't have to talk about it but what, what did you say what, Chad? what did you say i said it ended with some feels what did you just say Oh, there was some fails. There were some fe some fails. Yeah. There were some feels. Yeah, like uh, I, I saw fails. a bunch of comments. They're like, "This, this was even more hitting me in the feels than the JoJo Tanjiro." Yeah. Well, the JoJo Tanjiro one like was kind of a joke. Like, yeah, how it was, was like delivered. half joke. This one was not. <laughs> like this one. I mean, I don't want to spoil it just in case yeah. somebody here hasn't seen it yet because it's only been out for like a day uh, on YouTube. Um, but we'll yeah, the, I don't. I have seen some people trying to compare them. I don't. I don't think that really works. Even though the the general idea is, is kind of similar, one is sort of meant to be funny. This this one is. Yeah. These, these are some dark ass characters, so we're not yeah. going to be able to mm -hmm. <laughs> make it that kind of thing. Ones with bad guys, the other ones with good guys. Um, yeah, that's, the, that's a big difference. Um, uh, yeah, to put it simply, to put it simply. Um, all right, so the community death battle that we have in mind today is star wars versus star trek uh a, a battle that thing of at course all. yeah exactly <laughs> um, <laughs> something i'm sure everybody here is like oh god what are we what what mess are we getting ourselves into? i can't believe we've never done this on the show for real a star star wars star trek episode that feels like that feels like something that you we would have seen in like season one I feel maybe we can cover some it's of that so reason why it hasn't been touched too much here today uh, i think it's a interesting interesting topic uh, Bill, you I, I, really are blue. You are like yeah. you are like that's like face paint. It's, it's I thought cold. that was like I thought that was like lighting. That's actual like that's incredible. Well, thank you. You blew you blew yourself. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> that, that's, I want, that was my quote for the day. That's, that's, is that uh, not lighting? That's not lighting, dude. Look at his lips. You can this see the natural. Yeah. 
<laughs> Man, so you're really going for it. Yeah, dude. If Holy it wasn't shit, clear, I, sh- I should have shaved. We're in a bald cap. If, if you are listening to the audio version, you should definitely check out the the video version of this one. Well, yeah. Once I knew I was up Billy's against Liam, full Thrawn. right? Uh, it was. It's about presentation because I'm up against Liam, who's gonna work me over with some numbers here. I'm a shrimp. You're, so. you're gonna win the vote. It's Star Wars. You're gonna and it's and I'm, I'm repping Star Trek, well, so you're gonna win the vote for sure. Uh, Not necessarily. We'll see. We'll um, see. So we are doing. Um, Jean-Luc Picard versus Admiral Th- uh, Thrawn. That's not like his yeah. real name. What's his real name again? It's like Mithran Nudodo. Uh, his real name is yeah. uh, George Georgerson. George Jimmy Thrawn. Yeah. yeah, Jimmy Thrawn. Um, so two uh, leaders um, yeah. of, of, of expanding fleets of, of exploration and whatnot. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, the, the Emperor, the, the Empire versus the Federation. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get to Triaculus in a depth, in a death battle one of these days. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely <laughs> going to do a Triaculus, Triaculus death, in a death battle. Death battle <laughs> Look, that would son be of an Darth Vader or whatever. Episode. That would be a really or funny, the Emperor? funny I can't episode. Remember. He's the son of Darth, the son of Darth Vader, quote unquote. Not really. Yeah. Uh, not true. And he's got a third eye for some reason. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I, I'm very curious how you guys want to go with this uh matchup because i feel like we could hit a lot of snags very very <laughs> quickly um sorry matthew dillon in the chat says eobard thrawn <laughs> yeah 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 that was very good yeah, eobard, yep that's that's pretty close yeah everyone kept getting um, it wrong in our in our call like that that was deciding this match they were like thon thon and i was like do we already do thon i was like no thrawn like prawn like prawn was that important? He's, he's like person. Tron with an H. <laughs> nope. Okay. All right. Let's 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 go ahead for, and get to it. Yeah. For a hot minute, we were discussing having it just be like one on one. I don't think that's particularly fair to Picard at all, right? That was one of the uh, right. Yeah. Uh, Thrawn would them, really in a, in a hand to hand fight. Thrawn would uh, would just bend the shit like out a, of Picard like a pretzel. The only thing you could you could maybe argue is that uh, phasers are better overall than blasters. But more in terms of like a, of like a versatility thing, maybe mm. in terms of power, I'm not I'm not sure. But over not like the versatility of a gun is not as important because they're both guns. Um, so I would I would give a I would handily give a hand to hand fight to to Thrawn. But the whole point is that they're commanders. They mm. lead ships, yeah. um, the Enterprise and the Chimera, which is the they have the, other the, people too fighting destroyed. for them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, so ship versus oh, oh. ship, crew versus crew. Perhaps even fleet versus fleet. Yeah, the, the trickier is going to be figuring out exactly what kind of battle we want this to be. If it's uh, the Chimera versus the Enterprise, um, which I don't think necessarily personally uh, uh, reflects Thrawn well enough. Not only is the yeah. Chimera not his ship, it's his flagship, but it's not like his ship. It's a uh, Palaeon ship. Um, he, his job as a Grand Admiral is to command fleets. Like, yeah. that's what he does. Uh, so not giving him a fleet feels like we're intentionally stripping away Thrawn. But then again, Picard doesn't typically command a fleet. So mm-hmm. we give him a fleet. Is that like misrepresenting Picard? So yep. we'll, we'll see how this kind of wraps up. I'm also looking at the chat. If you guys have ideas on how you think this should go, um, not just in terms of like who you think should win, because of course we're going to be taking those answers and, and talking about those, but also in terms of like how you can sort of see a, a, a battle like this, uh, or how you envision it sort of working because yeah. I think this is also sort of a, it's it's almost like a little brainstorming session to be mm-hmm. like, hey, if we ever did a death battle like this, what would you guys want to see it? What would you guys want it to be like? 
so let's go ahead and get started with sort of just running down the characters and what they themselves are really good at, uh, what what they can accomplish. In 60 seconds, we can start with Picard. Yep. Uh, with Liam. Go ahead uh, whenever you're ready. Picard is the captain of the USS Enterprise. Um, he is a brilliant strategist, um, diplomat, explorer, and commander in wars. Um, he, he's done it all. Um, he's incredibly smart, but not only that, a big advantage he has against Thrawn is that his crew compliments him. Um, and his crew is all capable of taking command uh, if the need arises. Number one. Um, yeah, not yeah, exactly. Number one. Uh, and, and not only that, uh, the biggest advantage he has is that the Enterprise uh, is and, and really Star Trek technology in general is on the whole vastly superior to Star Wars technology. Um, the USS Enterprise would absolutely crumple an Imperial Star Destroyer like the Chimera um, like it was a like it was a pretzel. Like it, they're, they're, it, it's simply far superior answers all of what the the star destroyer can do and uh picard himself is is just as able a commander as thrawn is he's a badass and he's a fucking badass and he <laughs> shakespeare and drinks earl gray tea um and and of, of course today. they plays like they 20 have wesley right they have wesley who is who is uh jesus christ you shoot yourself in the foot <laughs> <laughs> i guess if i if i bring up if i bring up wesley then you also have to bring up how Worf gets his ass kicked all so, yes. So it's it evens itself out a bit. <laughs> That's the first thing that would happen, by the way, is Worf would get punched and just crumple just to show. Yeah, just to show how was. strong yeah. uh, a stormtrooper would would be. The stormtrooper would miss, Ooh. but but would but Worf would like trip on something. Oh, on his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, are you looking into Legends material for this, Billy? I. It's weird because Legends material sort of bleeds into the new canon, like unless mm -hmm. it's been directly contra contradicted. I've been trying to yeah. avoid it because I feel like it's a bit unfair. I think you. I think you can sometimes, no. but I think I don't. I don't think it's. it's that. I think the original books are going to have some things for Thrawn that could change the entire tide of this. Ooh. But we can get to that. All right. Okay. So whether or not you want to incorporate it, you know. Do it. Do what you think works best do your thing. for you. But mm -hmm. I might bring that up later. <laughs> All right, okay. sixty seconds for Thrawn. Go for All it. Right. Thrawn, Grand Admiral of the Seventh Fleet of the Imperial Navy. Mithron Nerudo, expansion, expansionary defense commander, studying the Empire for the Chiss Ascendancy. A brilliant tactician and skilled battle commander, rising through the ranks of the Xenophobic Empire from recruit to commander in the space of fifteen solar cycles. He is able to instantly pro perceive posture, speech, demeanor, and understand a great deal about his opponents and uses their art, weapon designs, and other factors to intuit their strategy. He's among the most useful direct servants of the Emperor himself, standing alongside and rivaling his apprentice Darth Vader. He commands the Chimera, a customized Imperial Star Destroyer, outfitted with advanced hyperdrive, over a hundred turbo lasers and shield-destroying ion cannons, with coverage along the entire ship, and a great number of customized weapons, ten tractor beams, heavy shields, numerous squadrons of TIE Fighters, bombers, and interceptors, a crew of 37,000, including oh, almost... 10,000 stormtroopers, and possibly a cloaking field. Gentlemen, in terms of Victor, the line must be drawn here. <laughs> oh, shit. That's great. That's I great. love how much you commit to these, Billy. It always <laughs> makes me so happy. I, 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 I want to res respond down. to a comment in the chat, because I think it, mm -hmm. it'll lead nicely into the next, this next topic. Um, uh, Third Degree 101 says, I think you are underestimating this to me, Star Wars tech. Death Star, anyone? And what's so great about that comment is that I'm not underestimating it. What if the Death Star wasn't just this sort of like static uh, moon-sized battle station? 
What if it was a ship you fucking piloted around in, like the Enterprise? Yes, <laughs> the Enterprise is a fucking Death Star. Yes, it can blow up planets. I am not joking. Even in even in uh, TOS, even in the original series, um, uh, the 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 Enterprise, the original Enterprise, not the Enterprise D or E that Picard has control of, which is more advanced by like fifty to hundred years. Um, even that one was stated to be capable of fucking blowing up an entire planet. Like, no joke, just shoot the fucking lasers at it and blow it up. It's very interesting <laughs> it's, it's to me a, that it's Star a Death Wars Star. Has, has the kind of, like, lower tech in terms of, like, what they can do. Right, It's like, yeah. you know, Star Destroyers can glass a planet, but you need several, and it takes a while to do it. You yeah. think that the Enterprise being about half the size of a Star Destroyer wouldn't be able to just blast the living shit out of stuff. But. Whereas a single photon torpedo actually is capable of glassing a significant portion of a, of a planet's surface and leaving, and, like, gigantic craters. And it has shields that can tank that stuff. Yes, that's the, that's, and I'm going to get to that. Um, no. Uh, yeah, go on. No. part of the conversation. <laughs> I, no, no, but now, I think this is a part, part, part of the conversation because it's death battle, so obviously they're trying to kill each other outside what they would normally do. But I don't know if they would actually just like immediately behave completely un against their character. You know what I mean? Like, right? No, I Karn's think they're going to try and suss out the situation, and they're going to have a yeah, uh, two-minute back and forth with each other right at the start of the battle. I mean, honestly, honestly like, I, I, I think <laughs> a good thing to think to to think about with this is both of these guys are uh, strategists and planners first. Mm -hmm. um, I think the main reason why this is a, a and I, I'm more familiar with Legends Thrawn than, than with uh, uh, current canon Thrawn. But I think the main reason why this one is suggested so much is because Thrawn does what Picard does. Yeah. Like, he goes to the unknown regions. He, he maps out planets. He finds undiscovered worlds. The only difference is that he conquers them. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. One, one goes for Empire. peace, the, point the of, other goes to conquer. The point of Star mm -hmm. Trek yes. is that it's some, it's this, like, enlightened, like, socialist utopia in the future where we don't need to go to war except when, you know, DS9 happens and it's like, actually, let's introduce some, like, fucking drama back into mm -hmm. this series. Um, and let's it's actually, like, go to war and, and shit. Right, um, and it's interesting in the new canon, too, like, Thrawn is kind of working subtly for the Chiss Ascendancy against some unspoken, unknown mm. threat in the unknown regions. So he's actually kind of just working with the Empire to make sure they are strong and a capable uh, military, trying to weed out some of that, uh, that ineptitude that you see in a lot of the, the films and stuff to make them better in terms of this thing that's coming that no one knows what it is because it's 18 books down the line. <laughs> uh, I'm getting some. I'm getting some I was about to say, yeah, Liam, the chat's really coming at you about this. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. I am. Okay, great. Uh, so, uh, as anyone who has seen uh, Star Trek would know, there's that episode where they uh, with it's one of the Q episodes. I think it's the one where Q lo loses as his powers. Who's seen Star Trek? Um, <laughs> it's where Q loses his powers, um, and uh, they have to redirect, use their tractor beam, the Enterprise's tractor beam, to redirect a neutron star fragment. Which, based on its size um, and the and the stated uh, density, uh, the data, the, the the density stated by data, which he said it would be, it was a hundred billion kilograms per cubic centimeter, um, would have a mass of about seven hundred and twenty-two times that of Earth. So uh, it moved that much of it moved seven hundred Earths essentially. Um, now it it did have its its uh, deflector shields boosted by four hundred percent. So you would divide that energy by four, um, but you would still get like planet levels worth of energy from just that. 
Um, so it absolutely it absolutely can. And and Riker uh, even states that um, uh, the ship, uh, the Enterprise, would be able to blow up an entire moon uh, in TNG. So if you if you want, even want you want to go lowball and say, oh, not planet level, uh, moon level, even though it has planet level statements, uh, it would still be much 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 more powerful than an Imperial Star Destroyer. Uh, is. I think Liam, and, let's. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Finish. finish. <laughs> I had the pause. I thought you were done. Oh no, no. Well, I mean, I, I mean, it was a. I was going to move on to a different topic. Um, but uh, uh, I, I was going to say gonna, we yeah. should we should define the stakes and the, the nature of this battle. I think because that's the most important. thing I at the think moment. the like, idea is they can absolutely use like diplomacy or and strategy and whatever. Well, but the end result has to be they're both going into this with the end result being that they're going to kill the other one. The other one has can't leave this. Correct alive that, but if real if, quick goes into the second part that i wanted to talk about in terms of why this matchup is requested yeah uh i believe they brought this into i mean timothy zahn wrote uh the the thrawn novels for for current canon so i'm sure it's in it's in here uh both of them aren't just strategists uh the reason why they're able to uh interact with the foreign planets and, and peoples the way they do is they they have a very unique way of studying them uh thrawn specifically does not study their military strategies they stu he studies their well he, he does but he yeah. primarily studies their art their mm -hmm. culture. i love that i love yeah, like the type things. of people that they are in general mm -hmm. so uh, it, it's almost like if he were going to i think the best way to think about it is if he were going to conquer earth right yeah um he would like send probes out watch us for like a year and be like okay when what day does humanity on earth just like not want to fight anybody. They're so very distracted by TikTok. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he'd, he'd pick a day, like I'd probably in the you know winter holidays or whatever, to be like, all right, I'm, oh, this is when I'm going to make Christmas my approach from something. this angle. Yeah, I'm going to do something. I'm pre probably use social media uh, to 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 counter public like claims that there's aliens attacking one side of the world. He'd use social media to be like. Psh, fake news or fake whatever news? right on the other <laughs> side of the world um so he would use what we have oh, built funny. yeah to and he'd also like take in like sciences and whatnot so everything we've discovered about the human body he would take and be like all right this is like how we fuck up the human body yeah he drunk uh, the so we uh, have basically cancer it turns out <laughs> <laughs> we, he basically uses everything we've discovered about ourselves and developed as weapons against us and that's like his main mm -hmm. method so he like would, he would the even first this... things he does i think in in the books is like a, a um a new republic fleet again legends a new republic fleet attacks him and he's like who's leading it oh it's this alien species oh well they're really bad against this one particular like military maneuver so even though we're completely outnumbered let's just do that military maneuver and they'll freak out mm -hmm. and it works and he's totally fine uh, it's really interesting. <laughs> and even in this context, without, like, say, a lot of prep time, this instant he sees the Enterprise, he's going to study the shape of it, the nature of it. Yeah. Uh, he's going to get on view screen with Picard, and he's going to chat him up. But while he's doing that, he's researching his posture, his demeanor, his tone of voice. He loses the ability to use his infrared eyes to determine uh, additional stuff from that, but he still has all that other stuff. He can watch other people on the bridge to do the same. He's going to pick up a ton of shit just by talking to him for a few minutes. But I will but he's add... he's not going to be expecting that the Enterprise can separate. <laughs> I will add that Picard will do the same thing. And yeah. I think I think a big advantage Picard has, and I mentioned this slightly before, is that Thrawn is Thrawn. Thrawn's the fucking man. Thrawn is, like, without Thrawn, it's not the same, right? Without Picard, 
Mm, you know, so what? You still got Riker, who's arguably a better pilot than Picard. <laughs> you've got data. You've got data, who's smarter. You've got uh, Worf. You've got Troy. You've got even Jordy has has had command of the uh, the, the the Enterprise. Mm -hmm. It's it's. I don't think Picard is as brilliant as Thrawn is in a one on one because Thrawn is just such a genius. But uh, his crew makes up for any deficiencies he has, whereas Thrawn is like a one man army. And if you have like a like a straight, if you have two shots that hit each bridge, um, and like and like Picard is is blown up and he's killed, and Thrawn is blown up and he's killed, it's fucking over for the Chimera. They're they're not coming back without Thrawn. Whereas the the crew of the Enterprise, very sad to lose Picard, but would still be able to to continue. No, problem. I just I don't. What if the, they just uh, beam Quark aboard the other ship and let him annoy everyone to death? <laughs> Real quick, because because we definitely need to get to 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 the transporters as well. But I yeah, do want to say that if you want to make sure that when the inevitable Thrawn invasion happens, you are not spied on uh, by the Empire. What a segue! Uh, you you can always use ExpressVPN. <laughs> Uh, so this episode is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Uh, using the internet without ExpressVPN is like taking a call on a train or bus uh, on speaker for everyone to hear. You don't know who has access to your most private and sensitive information. Uh, so here's the truth. Internet providers know every single website you visit. And in the US, they can legally sell your information to ad companies and tech giants who then use that data to target you uh, with advertisements, not with Space invasions. <laughs> uh, but ExpressVPN <laughs> creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device uh, and the internet so they can't spy on your online activity. And what I like most about it is, honestly, it's super easy. It's just you, you pull it up, it's one button, bam. And it's on your phones, laptops, even routers, so everyone who shares your Wi-Fi will be protected. Uh, that's why it's rated number one by Business Insider and The Verge, which is pretty cool. I didn't know that. Uh, secure your online activity today at expressvpn.com slash DVC and get an extra three months of ExpressVPN free. That's expressvpn.com slash DBC. Expressvpn.com slash DBC. Go check them out. Longtime sponsor of the show. Thank Seriously. you, ExpressVPN. Yeah, you guys, like, if you're, you should be using a VPN, and if you're going to use one, use ExpressVPN. They're great. Like, like they have sponsored us. They've sponsored like Rooster Teeth for like an entire year during a time, like during the pandemic. Like I can't stress enough, like what a great company they are. Uh, and so like, seriously, if you guys are using a VPN, make it express. But I cannot guarantee they would be able to stop Thrawn from spying. He <laughs> 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 dropped Dude, out of outer space. Like, I also you even know he was like, spying on you the whole time too. It just come out of the, out of the blue. I know about I'd your browser like to history. bring up, uh, bring up another piece of technology. Oh, that wait, before we go on, I, everyone okay. keeps saying that the, the okay. because I haven't got a word in edgewise here, uh, Fine. the crew of the Enterprise would just be so much superior, but Thrawn surrounds himself with talented individuals that he himself cultivates, such as Elon Va Eli Vanto and Karen Faro. It changes a bit because, you know, the Imperial Service is always shuffling people around, but he very intentionally puts people around him that complement himself and are trained and able to do their job properly, even without him. They may sure, not be sure. quite, as, quite as effective without him, but it's not like their fucking stormtroopers can't hit anything. It's yeah, they're not like completely incompetent, but like uh, when Thrawn dies in the in the novels, spoilers, I guess, for something that's like forty years old. It's uh, <laughs> in the in the original um, novel, as soon as he dies, in the original it's over. novels when he dies, it, um, it's over. Palayan is not able to to keep up the um uh, the same sort of assault mm -hmm. that he was planning on doing. Um, and also he dies because his main like assault force. Or secret assault force turns on him. Yeah, 
uh, Leia uh, convinces them that Darth Vader was actually uh, tricking them the whole time. Um, but when he does have them, and I, uh, technically the Nogri exists in in canon because one of them's in Rebels. They made him really short. Like in the original books, they're like five feet tall, but in the in Rebels, he's like. He's like a hobbit. I don't know, like, <laughs> like with really long arms. He's like Gollum, <laughs> kind of like muscular Gollum. It's really weird. Um, but they are incredibly deadly assassins and and capable of rest, uh, um, um, fighting off like Wookies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, very physically powerful, very stealthy, um, extremely deadly and good at their jobs. Uh, if you get a couple of those on board the Enterprise, it's going to be real tough. But here's the uh, thing, though. You can't get them on board the Enterprise. The Enterprise can get members of their crew aboard the Chimera, though, because of transporters. That's, However, and, that's and, and fucking shield about. around this, the Chimera. They can't just do that. They have well, to knock out the shield first. And the well, second they beam Riker and Worf aboard, they're going to get shot by the thousands <laughs> of stormtroopers that are on the ship. <laughs> and yet, and yet, okay, there's a lot of there's a lot of potential. Let me, let me take this step right. by step. Okay, the shield. First of all, the way that shields work in Star Trek is that you have to match frequencies for that shit to like really effectively work. Um, so it's not, it's not, I don't think it's totally clear that the shield would need to be down, but let's say it does need to be down for the transporters to work. Uh, if only there was some gigantic metal <laughs> testicles on the Imperial Star Destroyer that were the shield generators. Um, they're very obvious. And uh, Star Trek, uh, the Enterprise's scanners would be able to detect them immediately. And the scanners work from like 20 light years away. Oh, yeah, the scanners are crazy. The scanners yeah. are way, they operated way farther range. So they blow those up with photon torpedoes, which contain antimatter, uh, which would just fucking rip right through the shields of uh, Star Trek shields, which are, um, or Star, Star which, Wars shields. I want to see um, your, your, your math on that one, Liam, please. I, I well, do want to see that. Because this mean, is where I, we get into stupid territory, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I can, I can, we can go back to power in just a second, but they, sure. they would, sure, they would rip through the shields. Um, they also uh, release ion radiation, like ion cannons, which shut down Star Wars technology. Um, uh, and then they could just, and then they could just scan to see where Thrawn, where the bridge of the ship was, where Thrawn was, beam them there, blow them up, and then leave. Um, I, I think that uh, uh, they'd be able to do that without even entering these the Star Destroyers' like effective weapons range, because weapons aboard. Uh, well, when you have Star Destroyers fighting, like in a Revenge of the Sith, the very beginning, they're really close to each other. They're like naval mm-hmm. ships. Yeah. Um, Star Trek ships operate at like hundreds of thousands of kilometers mm-hmm. away. They're like really far. I think it makes a little more sense, uh, to be honest. This is um, where I gotta that's... bring in some. Oh, go I was gonna bring in some stuff from the chat because before we move too far, uh, Fluttershy's goddess says, "Get shot by a stormtrooper." Lol. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then Bruno <laughs> says, "This the real fight is stormtroopers versus red shirts." <laughs> yeah. the, if anyone could die to a stormtrooper shot, it's a red shirt. I feel like that dude would leap in front of it. Well, anyway, the joke. Sorry. The joke <laughs> is that the stormtrooper would miss every shot. But the red shirt would die anyways. Exactly. The... <laughs> Find a I way. I will note, you know, yeah. up, until the Mandalorian, yeah. up until the Mandalorian kind of made it canon, like, the Stormtroopers <laughs> were ordered to miss. They weren't that bad a shot, and either Obi-Wan's crazy or, you know, he specifically says that they're good shots in fucking A New Hope. So I think Stormtroopers' inaccuracy is a little overblown, uh-huh. personally, but it's fucking hilarious. Yes, so. and I mean, it's a, it's a joke. It's overblown I mean, in the sense also... that, like... In the sense it's that, also like, a running is... gag in in a uh, in a uh, yeah. um, 
Rebels and Bad Batch yep. that like the clone troopers are better shots <laughs> than than the the stormtroopers. The clone trooper gets into a fight with a stormtrooper at a couple different times. They're just like, man, these guys can't shoot for shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's they the same as with specifically because like, it's a kid show, but they they basically do. It's the same as with like Worf. Like like Worf like gets his ass kicked all the time, but it's to it's to show how threatening the bad guy is. Right. When they Narrative do it. device. Worf is a fucking Klingon warrior. He's like he has in plenty of uh, Klingon centric episodes where Worf kicks ass. Um, just uh, not enough to to get over that meme. <laughs> so, um, yeah. so on that point that we that you made earlier, if Picard dies, his crew can. His, his crew can still handle themselves against against a fleet like Thrawn's. But does no, that count as a death? But does that count as a victory? I think it would. Picard versus Picard Thrawn. versus Thrawn. Yeah, I think. I mean, the, the I mean, in that either. case, then I would I would just bring up that there's no way that uh, the Imperial Star Destroyer is ever getting through the shields of uh, the <laughs> deflector have, shields. They have like sixty ion cannons, Liam. If Here, you get them here's, a couple times, they're going here's, down. Uh, here's an amazing thing. So here's an amazing thing. So the turbo lasers <laughs> and ion cannons uh, fire uh, 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 plasma. Uh, those turbo lasers. Well, wait, 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 wait. They, the, people have surmised they fire plasma. There's no hard evidence of anything in Star Wars in terms of the shit. It's all from well, based on random what we know sources. about blasters. Right, right. They, they so, fire. They but fire. I'm willing that that makes some sense. It'd be yeah. contained plasma of some sort. The Bassard collectors. Bassard collector on the Enterprise is a giant thing that absorbs uh, particles. Um, in order to refuel, like absorbs like ambient particles in like a in like a nebula or something, wherever they're passing to 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 refuel, and that includes plasma. So once they realize what the turbo lasers are, they're just going to start absorbing them, and it's going to be refueling the Enterprise. Well, you say that until Thrawn realizes what's happening and turns every turbo laser on it and overloads the fucking Bizarre Collectors because it's got an infinite battery. But, the, but we know that the Bizarre Collector is what fuels the battery of the enterprise which means right. that it is it is connected to that battery and that battery is is strong enough i should say that it's the reactor the 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 uh, whatever the antimatter reactor um is again strong enough to blow up moons and move neutron star fragments <laughs> so you're thinking so the it, would, it would be like it. trying to overwhelm like the ocean with hmm. uh, with a water hose you know? of course <laughs> it's like that's specifically the the turbo lasers and not the ion cannons which i presume would be not likely to be collected by it well that's uh, my guess i mean we're, we're i don't know exactly what ion cannons here. are but because uh photon torpedoes also release ion radiation and they don't immediately destroy they need to be powerful enough to destroy the shields of uh, the shields still work against them essentially um I, I don't think the ion cannons would would be able to get through i don't think they'd uh they'd, they'd just react like a much much weaker version of um of the photon how, how many ion cannons does it have there's at least 60. 60? Yeah, right. I mean, once. I, multiple, well, multiply yeah, by 60. Some of them can't fire close. Angles, but. We're in so much hypothetical, but, <laughs> like, I could absolutely see it being, like, a plot point if this was a show with them together. I was like, focus all 60 cannons on one spot and it will take down the shield. <laughs> like, But, remember, the Enterprise has, like, way, way farther range. It can just stay out of range. And on top of that, Whereas the hyperdrive in Star Wars is used for like, A, much faster than a warp drive, I will say that, um, used for long distance travel, warp drive can be used in combat. That's actually so, the, the whole point of using the- That's something the, I, I- That's the Picard maneuver. Yeah, that's something I kind of want to talk about in general, just in terms of like their comparative technologies, because fighting at warp speed 
would mean they're flying by it at an insanely fast rate. Like they're only going to get a shot or two off as they go past. It wouldn't I would be like during. It would be like well, repositioning kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. They can they can attack while moving, but they're not yeah. going to just be like zipping back and forth because they have no, to fucking stop no. and turn around and all yeah. that extra shit. So there's. They, I will 100% agree. The range is is definitely in the Trek's favor because <laughs> the 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 numbers that are clearly stated as well as shown, you know, on Star Wars' side are are vastly superior. Yeah, uh, I think that Thrawn's going to immediately realize that's the case and and take that into his strategy. I don't think he's going to sit still while they pepper them with uh, with shots from a, a great distance. Okay. Sure, but but remember, what you if, know, the the real quick Enterprise can always I, just move. I back. would like to throw a wrench into this. And this is from Legends, but I think yeah. it is important to Thrawn. I think I know what you're about to say. Thrawn has a Jedi. Yeah. Thrawn has the Jedi that invented battle meditation. You know that thing in KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic? It was like a big plot point. It didn't start there. It came from Timothy Zahn. Uh, Joris Kabeoth? I can't remember how to pronounce it. I don't know if I ever Bioth. knew how to pronounce his name. <laughs> uh, Joris. Um, he's an old Jedi master, survived... Um, the, the original the, the initial purging of the Jedi um, and he can connect himself to Thrawn's entire fleet and essentially give them pseudo Jedi like reflexes. What? It's battle meditation. I think it's where oh, battle man, meditation I was about came to say, from, like, right? What if Thrawn yes, just like hopped in a TIE fighter and just like ghost rid the ship like straight into the Enterprise, like hit it in hyperspace and just like jump into the TIE fighter, you know, and just blast it. <laughs> but that sounds way more viable. Some place they ought to like, damage. I'm confused. Oh, also, also, Joris mm -hmm. can do this across multiple systems. Um, there's a point in the original books where he connects, I think, to three different fleets in three different, like, battles at three different planets. And he's just, if only, he's just chilling on the bridge doing this. If here's Liam's here's Liam pre-prepared response for this. If only there was a member of the crew that was an advanced telepath. I knew it was could tell exactly what was going to fucking happen. Her <laughs> name is Deanna Troy. And she is constantly <laughs> overwhelmed by massive and she is, things and she like is that all the time. And she is only ever useful when the plot demands it. And whenever there is, whenever somebody is lying and, and uh, Troy is not fucking there, um, or she's there and he's like, I think he's lying. And it's like, yeah, no shit, he's fucking lying. But uh, with with plot with plot uh, uh, contrivances aside to get her out so that she doesn't like ruin the whole twist of every episode, mm -hmm. um, she'd be able to tell exactly what was happening and they'd be able to to compensate because even giving them like Jedi like reflexes, I mean the the ship's not going to move any faster, right? Like, yeah, it's not going to. But to Billy's point, come on, like how many times is she just like, oh, I'm being overwhelmed by this like strong presence or whatever the fuck? Like she like, she she isn't like it doesn't like kill her unless it's something. It doesn't that's kill her, but it, like takes like, her out. I think she would immediately know something was going on and be powerless to do anything massive about it. <laughs> She, she, she can't, like, she's not happening. an offensive telepath, but she'd be able to tell, like, I mean, that, what are the that, that something of, was going on. What's the extent of her tel telepathy? Can she, because, like, Joris isn't using telepathy for battle meditation. He's using, he's like, not, probability he's senses using the and force. stuff like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not actually, like, it's a mental thing for him, but he's not, like, I mean, he can use telepathy as part of me battle meditation. He can, like, communicate. So she could pick up on that, um, mm. where he's, like, because that's how uh, uh, that is how Thrawn did command his fleets from across systems. He'd be like, Joris, tell this fleet to do this. And he'd be like, done. Um, but uh, the battle meditation itself is not a tel telepathy thing. It's just him connecting to the force. Mm -hmm. As far as I'm aware, I could be wrong. You know, another thing I kind of want to 
I, I'd love, I'd love to pick on your brain about this, an Liam, to some degree. Yeah, yes. Like, in Star Wars, the ships behave almost as if they're underwater or like, naval vessels, basically, because, you know, it was like yeah, World yeah. War II, Navy, and uh, air battles. That's the... Naval vessels, yeah. Right, exactly. Navy, so, naval vessels and old school, not old school, but uh, World War II style right, uh, right. airplane. And that carries over even to the new, the new, uh, the, the new series. Uh, you know, yeah. they kind of take a lot of inspiration from that. So they behave almost as if they've got drag and shit like that in space. So it kind of limits their speed in terms of Star Wars battles. But these two ships can't both have different physics, in my opinion, because that's stupid. <laughs> so like, it is what stupid. happens? That is th that's a big wrench in this, isn't it? I mean, like, what, is, how is the drag work? in space or is it in atmosphere? I just had that, an interesting thought because I'm trying to think like lead into the, the strategy, like, right, because they're, they're both very like, you know, brilliant tacticians. What? <laughs> One can clearly run out of fuel, <laughs> right? As we've seen in the Star Wars movies and the one that I really dislike that whole plot point because anyway, we're not going to get into that. Um, but if the Enterprise can constantly refuel itself with it, with its whatever system uh, that I never knew about, that was really interesting. Oh, the Bassard Collectors, yeah. Yeah, and it's got like crazy range. Couldn't it just run this thing out of fuel and then from a distance yes. just blast yes. it out of the water? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think that the second that 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 the Bassard collectors start eating the turbo lasers if that's even possible he's gonna stop firing the fucking turbo lasers like there's not he probably not would no he for sure but i'm talking about like it. they just you just run you just like just right keep but going if it's a matter of escaping they can escape in hyperspace anytime they want literally outpacing the enterprise they can yeah, cross the galaxy to, in fucking days they could outpace so, it in a, in a long range but in terms right. of like in terms of a battle they're not going to be I'm just using talking about getting hyperspace away. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. They can get away, but they'd have to, in, or, in a fight, they'd have to be able to keep up with the Enterprise. Sure, sure. And, and at the Enterprise, because it can still attack from a longer range and because its, it's impulse uh, uh, speed should be, I don't know, just as fast as, as Star Wars. They're both like sublight. Um, and its warp drive can be used in combat. It uh, uh, hypothetically could just be like firing, firing, firing on the Chimera. Chimera gets closer, whether it, 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 it hyperspace is closer or it flies closer and it just backs up and then continues firing. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the, the Star Destroyer is like still like firing, but can't reach. And no matter what it does, it'll just always be right. out of range if it wants. And that's, and that's, that's where it gets weird because they cut kind of an almost, they've oh. got a maximum speed in space, which is not, makes no sense. You know, yeah. so I, it's like, I think that the Enterprise is always going to be faster. You're 100% you're correct. Uh, even, you know, like just uh, counting the, the weird Star Wars fake physics. Going back to um, battle meditation real quick. Um, it doesn't just improve your allies. It can demoralize the opponent simultaneously. So I think Troy would mm -hmm. just get ha has has this guy that. has this guy. I, if I recall, this 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 Sith guy is not like the greatest like ace in the hole ever. Like, does he has he actually done all of this? I think he just it's Thrawn like a passive battles? buff that helps in the yes, middle of the fight. Yes. No. 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 He is Thrawn's ace in a hole. Like mm. the big, the big reason why Thrawn loses ultimately in, in the Legends canon is because of his. He has to rely on this guy um, because he is. He starts out his campaign with six ships, six star destroyers against the entire New Republic uh, fleet. And he's like, "Fuck! How am I gonna? How am I gonna like do this?" And also, the rest of the Empire is like warring among itself at this point, or, or the Imperial Remnant. Um, so he gets Joris so that his fleet can be just better than everybody else. Uh, he starts winning battles, getting ships on his side. And the, but the problem is that in order to get Joris on his side, because Joris is not a Sith. Joris is a Jedi. Mm -hmm. um, he was He's a dark tricked. Jedi, right? He was, yeah, he was basically like 
duped by Palpatine into joining him and protecting. I'm totally not evil. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but like Joris (laughs) wants to restore the Jedi. He wants apprentices. And so Thrawn promises him Luke and Leia and Leia's twins, uh, who are, I think she's pregnant with at the time. Um, And so what ultimately is Thrawn's undoing is this promise because he puts so much emphasis on Luke and Leia that Luke and Leia are like, okay, we got to look into this. And that's what leads Leia to finding out about, about the Nagri uh, and learning about their connection with Vader and getting them on her side instead of Thrawn's. And then uh, the Nagri kill Thrawn. Um, if he had not done that, he probably would have won. But you know, unfortunately, ben. Joris is kind of an asshole. <laughs> You know, ben, you know who's also you know who was also a non-permanent member of the of the USS Enterprise crew, a man by the name of one letter in the alphabet. God, Mr. Q. It. Oh please, <laughs> Q. We can't. No, 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 no. Why do you think they're fighting in the first place, Liam? George, I'm joking. This I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm George joking. is not like a one-time crew member. He's a main part of Thrawn's campaign. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm like, kidding. Nice try. It is he goes out, though. Hires him. It, if it was, it, if it was. Star Trek versus Star Wars as a whole. Oh, sure. He, he would just Q. go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do. Joris is as much a part of the Chimera as Thrawn is. His Thrawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't actually know what his main ship was out in the. Uh, I don't know if it ever talks about it. He chooses the Chimera because the Chimera is like the best run ship in the Empire. And he's like, all right, Poleon, I'm going to use your ship as my flagship. Um, but like, it's not. His ship, it might be in the new canon. That might be a thing. I don't know if Polyon even exists in the new canon. Um, but uh, in the old canon, it wasn't his. He claimed it because he's a Grand Admiral. He doesn't have like one ship. He has a million ships. Like, yeah, he, he, just he commands an entire life. fleet. Yeah. Um, but only six of them were available for his initial campaign because all the other warlords in the Empire were like fucking around and not doing anything seriously. So he's like, well, all I got is this, these six. So I'll just pick the best one. I have um, a question. Mm-hmm. This is something I've I've thought about because Death Battle has broken my brain. <laughs> yep. And that is weaponizing teleporters because they have very very accurate scanning systems. Like we've seen the Enterprise yep. like scan a ship and tell you like how many people are on it, right? And where they are. And so what I've always been curious is why don't they say like I don't know, put a crate onto the teleporter? <laughs> And instead of very accurately making sure that they don't teleport something inside of something else, they say, scan and be like, that guy is on the bridge and he clearly looks like he's commanding everything. Can we just teleport a crate inside that motherfucker? You could, <laughs> you could, you could I mean, beam a, I think a photon done that torpedo. Before. That's yeah. the kind of thing. Yeah, I think that, they've done yeah. that before. I think they teleported like bombs and stuff, but like, I don't, have they ever teleported something inside of a person and then they blow up? I mean, they wouldn't oh, even in, need to do that. They could just teleport like, them out of the ship. To tummy. <laughs> that's, 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 like, you see what I'm saying, right? Like, I'm pretty sure there's a reason why necessary. they can't teleport something into a person. I think I remember looking at this before, but I mean, also that's not really it's in also character like, for Picard's yeah, order. Like, like evil I don't think he's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It probably is not in character for him to also, order that. Also, just side note, just a complete side note. This isn't has anything to do with who wins the battle, or I guess it tangentially does with like Star Trek versus tech versus Star Wars tech. Is the hollow deck like more advanced than like anything ever shown in Star Wars? Yeah, absolutely. The hollow deck well, is insane. Well, they have they have yeah. hollow deck like technology, but it doesn't yeah. like. For some reason, the holodeck in is the like Enterprise is an like alternate universe. It's like a it's like a twenty by twenty room that goes yeah. on forever. It's, it's like a treadmill when you're walking in it. So. Unbelievable! Watching it, I'm like, 
It does. It came alive. Gain sentience. Well, I mean, they introduced what? it in like season two or three, and everyone on the ship was like, "Holy shit! What the fuck? Yeah, this thing's crazy." <laughs> we have like a pocket universe in here, and, and what? Uh, you give it instruction. There's that really creepy episode in season one. By the way, season one of TNG. I should say they maybe didn't the worst. It. Maybe the worst yeah. thing ever. Oh like, no! Like oh Starts my god! Oh my god! Code of Honor. <laughs> the fusion um, warrior's getting so meta. Transport Thon Thrawn into a holodeck recreation of his own ship. <laughs> oh fuck! It's like that they can something. <laughs> so he makes wild. It can you transport people from other ships wild. into into yours? Could they transport I mean, I that, Thrawn aboard the USS Enterprise. That would be the honestly the best strategy. I think that most in character is he thinks oh, he's yikes. winning the whole time. Yeah. He's just commanding nothing. Yeah. No, I mean that. That seems like the I most. I mean, be like, it has to be. He has to be transported yeah, to the can. transporter, though, right? Right. You could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you they could just, pull they him just have... from the ship into the. No, you can. You, you can, can beam do people. It. You can beam people. Like you don't. The, the people being beamed onto the Enterprise are beamed to a transporter, but they don't need to be on a ship's transporter. They can be, be like you beam people right, to and from right. planets. I'm saying you can't beam him to the holodeck. I imagine they put him oh, in a no, no, no. You would just beam him to the transporter the platform, and then, like, then to the yeah. You could yeah, you could right. bring shoot him in. But theoretically, if 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 it could go through the shields, yes, yeah. they could just warp him off of the Chimera and be like, "All right, you're on our ship now." And again, um, they just take down the shields. Like they they have enough firepower, packing enough firepower, photon torpedoes. That's and, and that's one of those things I really like to blow to, up the to, shields. I think it'd be fascinating to deep dive because like yeah, for numbers sure. don't you'd make a whole lot of fucking sense. I said Brian this like image that claims like the the galactic republic ships can fire across fucking light years which is so dumb it's like, amazingly <laughs> yeah. dumb and that's in an official book so yeah. the fuck there's a lot of contradiction in star wars and star trek like numbers yeah. like i've seen yep. star trek like yields and this is i this is a website like devoted to this uh, but it's like oh it maxes out at, at megatons or something like that yeah there you go minutes yeah Okay. Yeah, just make um, sure. Ten light minutes wouldn't necessarily be that. Well, I guess it. No, yeah. it would. Um, it would. Uh, it's vastly like, farther than we ever see in any of the films. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I've seen some like Star Trek like specifications that are like it goes up to something megatons, but then in other ones it's like, and then it glassed the surface of this planet. Like mm -hmm. that's not megatons. Um, so there's a lot of contradiction. Um, uh, in determining well, glassing a planet stuff. can mean a lot of different things. They talk about star destroyers glassing planets as well. Yeah, yeah, but they but they show you they like they like show you like there's a there's an image I could have shared it, but it was kind of like it's a it was sort of the ship was sort of blocking it. But you see like like a continent size like like a crater the size of like Africa on this planet that was created by the Enterprise, and it's like this huge fucking like mm. black mass. So it's definitely like way more than a. And like megatons, unless okay. you're talking about trillions also, the, of the megatons. The chat has informed so, me that the teleporter warfare is actually a war crime, and that's yes, why they yes. don't do it. Sending sending weapons through it, but yeah. um, but hey, that might not necessarily count here. Uh, speaking of I the transporter, say, though, Ben, I'm sorry, I just have to make a moment to try and match your segue because I need everyone here to transport themselves <laughs> to Austin, Texas, July 1st through 3rd uh, at the Austin Convention Center to come hang out with us at RTX. <laughs> um so guys uh, if you don't know what rtx is is the rooster teeth uh, convention it's uh our chance to get to hang out with you guys it is a ton of fun it, we've got everything from like gaming uh panels uh music uh including a 360 gaming pavilion uh where some of us will be out there uh playing video games with y'all hanging out we've got a death battle panel 
I don't know what else I'm allowed to talk about, but there's a lot of really cool stuff that I don't think has been announced yet. Um, but honestly, uh, I like I absolutely love doing conventions. It's one of my favorite things in the entire world, and we haven't got to do this in years. <laughs> um, and RTX is back in person, and I'm so excited uh, to get to see you guys, get to hang out, get to answer questions, joke around, sign autographs, take pictures, whatever. Um, I know, like Ben and I both have been talking about how much we miss uh, conventions. Liam's gonna be there. Billy's yeah. gonna be there, I assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a lot of really fun stuff planned. You guys should absolutely, if you can do it, if you can, if you can swing it, come meet us in person at RTX, July first through third. Head to RTXEvent.com to pick up your badges. Uh, also, if you guys are still like worried about like you know where COVID levels are at and stuff like that, it's totally refundable. So if you want to pick up a badge and then at the time if you're not feeling comfortable. You can uh, get a full refund, um, but we would love to see you. Um, we've got some cool stuff planned. So rtxevent.com. Come say hi. We'd love to see you. Or click on that QR code. Look at that. I don't know if you could hear. I don't know if Brian, sometimes he just talks to me. Click on that to QR code. There's a, yeah, there's a QR code on the screen right now. Give it a little scan. Also, I need to apologize. I said data earlier. It's data. Uh, it's been driving me nuts since he said it. I did correct myself back then, but it, right, was, right. it was a bit rushed. <laughs> so we're, we're getting close to the end here. So I do want to make sure we set our parameters because I saw a couple of people in the chat asking about this. Um, so parameters for this, especially since we're getting close to the poll. Um, win conditions and, and, and battle setup. I think it makes sense, um, given what we've talked about, to say that the main battle is between the chimera and the enterprise um and the win condition is either thrawn or picard is ended is killed um if they're out of commission the rest of the battle doesn't matter anymore maybe you know the store the star destroyer hyperdrives through uh uh holdo maneuvers whatever the fuck they want to call yeah. it uh and destroys it i don't i don't care uh, what matters is picard and thrawn because that's what we came in here for uh, in the first place um the star destroyer has its own ships inside it i think it still makes sense to provide at least the other five star destroyers um which i think in this regard means um while based on what we've all talked about picard definitely has more tech the superior technology on his side but thrawn has more ships and a more overwhelming potentially force um especially with like starships and whatnot each of them have their own fleets of tie fighters uh i know in the new canon there's like the tie defenders that was mentioned i don't think the tie defenders ended up being like completely brought to uh full production though so he's got like tie uh all the other tie fighter mm-hmm. types like bombers um interceptors etc um i mean i so think he's got one of the dangerous of one of the dangerous things is if he's got the entire fleet he may have interdiction field generator ships that stop fucking light speed from working which may have uh, it's, it yes. causes a gravity well, which may limit the ability to go to warp. Also, so if you set the fleet, it's kind of unbalancing. I don't yes. mind that, mind you. Well, you but, would just you would just so give well, you would just give Picard a, a Federation fleet. In, speaking of right. stopping things yeah. from working, I, I have to read this comment from the Fusion uh-huh. Warrior. He says, Data would just use multimodal <laughs> reflection sorting to invert a tractor beam from the deflector dish, and that would cause all of Thrawn's armada to lose all systems. I can't Get tell fucked. if this person knows so much about Get Star fucked. Trek or is the world's <laughs> greatest bullshit artist. Because <laughs> it's all right, what's up, to- Liam? And then I want to wrap this up. 
Oh, I was just going to say that sound. I have no idea if that's true or not, but it does. It, I mean, it's just classic Star Trek gobbledygook. But that, that does sure. kind of sound it's like that could be a thing. Sure, yeah, fuck it. Okay. Yeah. So we, we've got a pretty good idea of like technology comparison. We did, yeah, I, I did want to say, just to be clear on what Billy was talking about, Thrawn does have the indicator. It can bring things out of hyperspace, um, stop war. More because um, Marquiser on the, on the Discord says that they probably wouldn't do anything to subspace. I don't know. I mean, it's a gravity well. Mm, that's true. Right. It might, it might be a little sure. different. Yeah. Uh, but they also have a, a cloaking device. Um, yes. So one of his strategies is to send in a ship with a cloaking device in front of it that covers his fleet behind it. Um, so he can, I don't know, I, I would assume that the Enterprise has technology that can just scan past them and be like, there's ships over there. Oh, ben, uh, that actually they brought up, they've, they've tracked cloaked ships in the past by like, like uh, the sensors are so good, they tracked like their emissions and stuff. So they yeah. found them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Chad. I want you guys, uh, Liam and Billy, I want you guys to think just a little bit about um, um, about not how their technology compares, but about how Thrawn and Picard's strategies compare. Because we talked a little bit about it, but then we kind of we we got really in depth of the tech. Mm. Um, but if if even if Star Trek tech is way better, if Thrawn has the mental fortitude um, to use all of his abilities, and and of course the battle meditation to overwhelm you know picard or use what he has to 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 outsmart him uh, that might be a difference and maybe picard is too smart you know to fall for that um but while you guys are thinking about that let's go ahead and bring up the uh the, the answers from you guys yeah the community tab answers go ahead and bring up the first one all right, this is from Hollow Avarice. Uh, only one of these men laughed after being stabbed in the heart. Picard withstood torture, lived multiple lives, has turned a chaos god into his personal rival, is a skilled fencer, athlete, and pilot. Hell, Picard is so badass, even his clone was able to conquer an entire xenophobic fascist alien empire in just a few years. That be what might be one of my favorite Twitter responses ever. <laughs> interesting way to describe him all right let's bring up the other one that was great all right samuel ritz says uh, picard is an excellent captain but as he himself has said more than once he is an explorer not a warrior also it's important to note picard has much less experience commanding multiple vessels having only just become an admiral before his retirement during peacetime thrawn on the other hand is already uh uh, an IS Grand Admiral in a militaristic empire at comparatively the same age as Captain Picard. Not to mention, if Thrawn gets a look at Picard's arch <laughs> archaeological <laughs> art collection, he'll have him completely figured out in minutes. This is great. Ooh. This is so if much they more debate than I thought. If they did transport Thrawn onto the Enterprise, he started that reading might Shakespeare? actually be kind of an issue. Because if I mean, Thrawn he does escape, never, he's going to learn not. everything about him. But he, yep. if he, yeah, Thrawn reading Shakespeare would be amazing. He's like, ooh, <laughs> now I understand humanity. Right. Before we get to the vote, uh, do you guys have anything you want to say about their characters, about their their abilities themselves, as opposed to the tech? Uh, I can, I can. Um, yeah. I, I think Thrawn is undoubtedly brilliant, um, a, a genius. Um, but I think that he relies on longer campaigns of strategy um and prep time he is like a, he is a studier of of sun tzu you know not literally but but that the art of war essentially uh picard however almost always uh, ha fights his battles without prep time encountering them randomly and needing to figure out uh the solution to a host of insane problems like the amount of times they fight 
reality warping gods in Star Trek or go back in time or fight aliens that don't think the way that humans think is is it's every episode that's the whole point. Um, so I think that Picard, I don't I won't want Picard's intelligence to be undervalued. I think that he is an amazing um, uh, uh, strategist and tactician. And and just to kind of quantify his brilliance, Picard maneuver, classic maneuver where he essentially cre uh, like creates the illusion of two enterprises at the same time using, using warp technology, um, was so brilliant that it took days for Data, a, 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 an android with a positronic brain far more advanced than any humans, took him days of nonstop thinking just to come up with a, like, barely a strategy against it. That's how brilliant Picard was. Just there is a strategy just, against uh, it, and one of their just, crew does know about it. <laughs> it's good. Right. I, uh, I love let's get the poll up. Let's get the poll up in the did. chat. Just, we got. We got to wrap this up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know. Billy, I, just, I just. I saw it was missing, so I put that it up. maneuver is only going to work once. By the way, but uh, he's not a diplomat. He's a warrior. He's got a record of defeating vastly superior foes and technologies, with, and is a proponent of preemptive strikes. So I think he's got a lot going for him, even if he's at a technological disadvantage, which is. is the biggest thing he's got going against him in this case. All right, let's go ahead and get the um, our votes in. At, or, or we start with actually the community poll from the community tab. Let's go ahead and bring mm -hmm. that up. All right, Thrawn is winning that. 81%. Wow, that's eighty-one. That's before. That's before the arguments. That's before yep. the arguments. So, Chad, let's get your vote. Who are you uh, voting? I think I know how this is going to go because DJ called this out in the chat that uh, he said he loved how this episode has somehow become Liam and Chad versus Ben <laughs> and uh, Billy. Um, and I, I don't know why I defaulted to that, but I'm just feeling it. So I, I'm going to go with Picard for my vote. Oh, wait, you're predicting I'm going to vote Thrawn? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes, because well, you were wrong. backing him up I'm voting Picard. <laughs> I'm voting Picard. Are you really? Everyone's against yeah. me here. I, I was helping out with Thrawn because I know shit about Thrawn. Yeah, I Thrawn. appreciate that, by the way, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I'm voting for Picard. That's two for Picard, one for Thrawn. Let's go ahead and get that chat vote wrapped up and see what you guys voted for. If it is a tie, we do have a tiebreaker, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what this looks like. Uh, oh man, what an right, interesting okay. matchup! This is definitely something that like it, it doesn't really fit our usual death battle mm -hmm. rules. Like, Brian, are you sniffing this? Do I need to end poll? One to do. I just noticed it wasn't up, so I was doing it on the fly. Brian's working on it. Um, I'm I'm on the right. the edge of my seat. All right, here it is. We've got card at fifty nine percent, thrown at forty. Whoa! <laughs> All right, <laughs> it feels appropriate. Liam looked shocked. <laughs> I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever swung the vote before. I don't know if I've ever swung the vote before. That Damn, how many that lights were there? How many low? Oh, <laughs> there are how what was the number what he says? He says like Oh, you don't know. Well, that's the problem right there. I don't remember the episode. I haven't gotten I haven't gotten there yet. I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, God, thank you all you. so much for joining <laughs> us for this episode three. of Death Metal Cast. Uh, of course, Magneto versus Teto is up. Please check it out. It's so much fun, and I'm very curious to hear what you guys have to say about the next episode as well. No spoilers here, but we'll talk a bit about it a little on the next episode of Death Metal Cast. We do this every Tuesday live at two p.m., three p.m. Sorry, Central Time um, on the Death Battle YouTube channel. Uh, if you are a member, you can join our chat and interact with these community death battles and tell us who you think should win and why we're wrong. Uh, so we love seeing you guys here and we hope to see you guys at RTX 
as yes. well. So just wrapping this up, finally, <laughs> be kind to others, be kind to yourself, be awesome, and we'll see you next week. Take, Take care, everyone. Bye.